वेलकम टू द वेरी फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ चाय टेल्स आई एम लीला आई एम श्रुति हाय आई एम मिरुल सो सिंस वी वर ऑल स्टक एट होम वी जस्ट डिसाइडेड दैट लेट्स जस्ट रीड अ बुक टुगेदर एंड टॉक अबाउट इट सो टुडे वी विल बी टॉकिंग अबाउट द क्लॉकवर्क एंजल बाय कसैंड्रा क्लेर बिफोर वी गेट स्टार्टेड वी आर गोइंग टू बी डिस्कसिंग दिस बुक इन डिटेल सो इट इज गोइंग टू बी फिल्ड विद स्पॉइलर्स इफ यू हैवंट रेड द बुक फॉर सम रीजन maybe read it and come back to this i also have to mention that all that we are going to be talking about are just our opinions they're not facts we do not intend any kind of disrespect to the author um, yeah also remember out of the way we can begin the discussion yeah and also if you're okay with spoilers you can please proceed and enjoy our conversation uh yeah so without uh, much ado let's get into the discussion so shruti and hiral what was like your initial uh, reaction to the book and like when did you start liking it uh, so yeah this was my first time reading this book because you were such a fan, fan of this book and i was like okay let's see what this book is all about and i don't know i uh, when i saw the book review i was like oh it's a series so it has like three parts so i was like in my mind it was set that you know this uh, the initial part of the book is going to explain a lot about like the characters their background then it's going to be like pretty boring till like halfway through the book and i was actually correct about that because i had to drag myself to read till like the 10th chapter i think after like the 10th chapter i was like okay it's getting interesting now i know what to do yeah i think i only got uh, like really deeply into it the, from the the party scene where she, she goes into the party with will uh, as camilla yeah same like i think that was the point where you actually got into like the whole mystery yeah. and the adventure part of it till then it's just like a background setting and all i mean i think i think, it, I think it's actually important don't you think it's like actually important to get a background um, info about the characters but uh, i mean as you people said it would have uh, stretched out for some time you know you you mean to say it could have been a little shorter uh, but, no like see, this is the thing with like a series book so you'll have have to expect that you know like the first few chapters or like a lot of chapters are just going to be like a background check you won't have like the solid plot twist or like you know the what do you say like a surprise kind of thing yeah. you don't get into uh, it so fast okay. for leela i think this is her many many times read like it's your favorite book since i i don't know how long ago so do you remember what you like what were your first impressions when you read it for the first time back then yeah so I mean how I came across this book was like a, a very interesting story I would say so uh, one of my very close friends was reading the book through a friend like she borrowed it from somebody so she was reading it and then I was like oh the, the cover looks very interesting so no matter how much people say never judge a book by its cover you end yeah. up picking the books with like really catchy covers so and and i'm a person who uh, call me weird but i'm a person who loves to know the story before i get into the book because i cannot anticipate like i'm very no. bad at anticipating you so i i got sorry you should just let the book surprise you oh no i hate surprises i really hate them i cannot tolerate it so i had asked my friend about this story and i felt it was like really interesting because i mean uh she had created a universe of her own cassandra clare like i don't think this was like done before it was a genre that like many people didn't venture into mm-hmm. so i had picked up the book and i must say i i loved it i absolutely loved it so yeah that was like my initial impression of the book 
I mean, uh, I am okay uh, with the introductions going on for so long because I sort of think like it gives me an insight into like their personalities and how uh, they are right at this stage because of what has happened to them before. Yeah. So yeah, I was okay with the chapters being so long. Yeah, but I am like quite opposite. Because I need like the story to move fast. So it was like kind of like a drag for me to read it till that. So it's just my opinion. Like that's how I am. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Shruti, what about you? Oh, God. How, I have, I have your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, the first time I came across this book, actually, I would say you uh, literally narrated the entire story to me way back then. And I did, I, I would say I did try to read the book following that but then I couldn't get into it really it historical fantasy or romance was in my thing back then and that was that and starting now again I would like I don't remember most of it I, I actually enjoyed it even at slow introduction part like it's like I am slowly dropping into this this is it is very different from the mortal instrument series which for some reason I remember the very first book how it starts it just jumps into the act, right but this one just like slow taking you through it yeah yeah so the, I think the reason that uh, things jumped into Mortal Instrument was like it was her very first book series. Um, Mortal Instruments got released uh, before the Infernal Devices. And Infernal Devices is sort of like a prequel series where it's giving you uh, like an intro to the world like of Shadowhunters. So it has to like walk you through what's happening because when I had first read Mortal Instruments I was like utterly confused because I didn't know half the thing here like she takes time to explain what's happening so that I had like I had a better understanding of what's going to happen exactly and Mortal Instruments I actually DNF that I am I'm very sorry to say for some reason I couldn't really get into it past like the first few books and I would I would say that there was a lot of information in like in small small areas and then it really gets intense. With this one, she goes into it slowly. I actually enjoyed the first surprise. I really liked it. Yeah, and uh, I think I would say that the mortal instruments. The problem would be it was dragged on for too long. Like six books was too many. Here it's like concised in three books. So I think she took her time to fill in details and like plot holes and stuff. Mm, possible. Um. So. So do you think this is a plot-based book or a character-based book? I'd say pretty much more heavily on the plot side. Maybe it's because there's so many characters. You don't really see a character growth. Like obviously Tessa is the main protagonist and we see the world through her. Uh, but I don't I don't think she's uh, like grown as a lot through maybe just through this one book. I don't see that much. There's a clear mm-hmm. plot like she's going maybe her idea is to just get back her brother. And during that time, all of these other things happen, right? I don't think it's uh, focused on her growth as such. What do you think? Um, I would say it's equally distributed. She's put equal importance both on plot and character development because, uh, yeah, the plot is good. It, it It's progressing. But uh, as for Tessa's uh, character development, as you speak, she's a person who's uh, who's been very lonely her entire life. So uh, since uh, she's surrounded by so many people, she's she's finding new friendships and she's establishing like new relationships. She's she's figuring her like you know how to move on with her life like when she's putting on a put in a new setting. So I think mm-hmm. it's like equally distributed, don't you think? 
I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'll agree with Shruti on this because maybe like uh I don't know like in the next few books there might be a lot of uh, uh, character development but as of now I think like the main the first book was just to like tell us that you know this is the plot this is how, how it's going to be in the yeah. world yeah I well I have to like can we just talk about Tessa because I feel like she is she is actually really really cool like I mean if you think about it she has lost her aunt she has lost her brother she's just all alone and she enters some like really weird weird world right she's she's never known about any sort of magical abilities or whatever and she handles it so well like she's a good character like i i am like you know behind this female protagonist i i don't know i have, I have like mixed views about tessa because uh here's the thing she she did come to a like a different place different thing trying to find her brother she lost like her parents at a young age and she lost her aunt too but for some reason i felt her character like whenever i read read her name i just had this image of a very sad person come into my face like my head because yeah. for some reason i felt she was very dark and oh. she didn't have like that much of uh, happiness in her even though like even though even though she entered like a completely different place i agree it might be a surprise for her but things were going pretty good for her i don't think like she ended up uh, in like a very yeah maybe in the starting she ended up in a bad place but she was saved and it was kind of it was she was still not happy with herself that's what i felt see i think this goes back to what leela was saying she's like a we get the feeling that she's an actually a quite a maybe a more loner type of person <laughs> and you know and she i i i feel like she handles it pretty well i mean all her uh, new the friends that she makes throughout this book is good and i do you ever feel like she seems to be older than she actually is when i was yeah. doing my first read i never really realized how old she was and then when i just went through the first few chapters again I realize she's 17 or something like that. Can All you believe it? All the characters it? are like really young and yeah. for some reason they I, act <laughs> they are older. Yeah. <laughs> Appear to be older. Yeah. I mean, don't you think that that uh I mean back in in that time period like when you're 17 they they make your like the entrance into society they're like getting married and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so probably that could be the reason mm-hmm. and also uh like in the shadow hunter world like once you're like 14 they they start treating like adults that's like one of the fundamental things like that i've noticed all over her series so they even if like they're 14 yeah uh, they're not babied oh okay this is like so opposite to our culture because we're like baby till like we're 25 26 <laughs> Dude, I actually, I actually did. You know, uh, can you, if I think about London or in those times in nineteen mm-hmm. hundreds, whatever, those those people, I mean, especially women, are like I would say girls because that is younger. <laughs> They are expected to act like proper ladies Lady. at such a young age and all of that. It's like the the goal in life is to get married well. Yeah. You can see actually. I think she's done her research pretty well for this book because I that translates yeah. through the fact that this is set up in mm-hmm. such a like historical background. Yeah, like it. Now that we're talking about it, it completely makes sense. Like why the characters are so young and why yeah. we uh, we still look at them like an adult. Yeah. Like their conversations are very uh, like the way adults talk. Okay, so like we can we can talk about the other two main characters. Oh, I love how we are getting a background music of. chirping birds 
<laughs> well, yeah, that is from my neighbors. Guys are enjoying it. It's so cute. I mean, birds are pretty. Yeah, coming back. Coming back, there are like two more characters. The Main Will, character. Will and Jim. Can I speak about Will and my? I will profess my undying love to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I'm, ahead. You've been doing this from like. The, I think. I think. I think we should talk about this before you get into it because just in the first book, you don't really. I mean, Will doesn't exactly come across as a likable character. I I would say that. Obviously, I think I, he was redeemed. I, 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 yeah. I'll put better words in your mouth. He was a douchebag the first book. Yes. Oh my god! I wanted to say that, but I was like, yeah. I am going to offend you if I say this. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, uh, like when you move on into the story, you you will know the reason why he is the way he is. But uh, I mean, come on! Like there are so many books in which the the protagonist starts out to be who's like a jerk, and then he's like, yeah. when he finds yeah. love, he becomes. all like you know oh my god it's yeah. so sweet like, i'm the most romantic person on earth it's, it's like crazy because many books are like that like usually there's always a douchebag and the girl always tends to go for him even though there's like this uh, really nice guy you could have just gone for dude this is this is my main problem i think when i was like a little bit younger i didn't mind this but this trope is in every single YA book not every single one but like in a lot of books may like i would uh, describe it as well yeah so what you're basically describing is one of the i think the most common tropes in YA books there is always like a bad boy protagonist with lots of like with a tragic past yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's angst yeah. and i don't know i think it's because it's been used so many times like it, it you get sick of it <laughs> Yeah. At some point, I think. Well, see, so far I didn't. I didn't really feel like Oval is like being a very mean person. Just in in between, he just like comes out of character, and he's just like so mean to Charlotte. He's mean to Tessa all the time, and it's like I don't get you, bro. I I just I really don't get he it. He has very like strong mood swings. Yeah, or I don't know. Well, like you said, I feel like obviously redemption is coming. I don't know why he would be a lovable character otherwise. Yeah. yeah this would like make more sense if like we progressed into the series yeah. but uh, this for, my, for all his like meanness will is awesome but i think what sets will apart from all the other like uh, snarky character is like his snarkiness doesn't leave him like his snarkiness like goes into his humor can we tell talk about like how his snark snarkiness is like contracted by gem because he is actually yes. a gem the best bromance like i love it i love the relationship between will and gem uh yeah so uh did you guys like uh, reach the part where uh, they're called parabatai not really i think it's I mentioned think it's, yeah it's mentioned. it's mentioned but it it uh, it they takes more into uh, form into the second book i guess in the series Yeah, so basically, uh, uh, Parabata is like the yin to his yang. So, so yeah, they're bound to complement each other. So, mm-hmm. uh, okay, that makes like, so much sense. Best friends who are like soulmates, kind of thingy. No, but it actually th- their whole like relationship. And, yeah, it's really good. Like, oh my god, I wish they both were dating each other. <laughs> I mean, Will is just. 
snarky and he's very arrogant and he just like you know th- uh, do the thing first and then think later kind of person and jem is like patient and kind and kind of slow thinker personality and they complement each other really well and the they have the best banter i have to say like i have written a few you know uh, written a few instances down from the book where it's like i, mm-hmm. I it's really hilarious we'll talk about yeah, like, it yes yeah yeah like what are the incident uh, like instances i would like to know oh it's like um there's there's a lot actually it's just uh, will is hyping himself up and jem is like okay yeah we know you're great <laughs> moving on <laughs> I mean, um, in, the, in the very first chapter itself actually uh will is well will is just talking about how he wants to do the investigation on the murder of the mundanes and all of that and jem is like well do whatever you want william yeah. you always do <laughs> it's like i just love that he's just so chill with this guy he knows how his how his mind works and it, you can see it has been a very long relationship for them they've yeah. been together for so long yeah yeah it, it, i mean despite what you believe their relationship isn't all that long it's just like 5 years yeah but people can like everything can change in just 5 years especially in those years because that would be their teenage, yeah, teenage years teenage years he grew up with someone it's like you know bonded forever <laughs> and and it's like it's not just they complement each other they understand each other like you just know when it's the right time to talk and when it you have to leave that person alone so i like that a lot about their character like you didn't have to like, they didn't have to tell each other that like, this is the wrong time bro don't talk to me or anything like that they just knew yeah and jem is and I, and you know what fun because if if it's the first book and you're loving this character like their dynamics so much Mm-hmm. So I'm like excited to see how they'll grow in like the further series. More mm-hmm. than the female um uh, lead, I think I like the other two. <laughs> I mean, this is the point that I wanted to bring. Like you people are gushing about a bromance rather than the romance in the book. It was completely awesome. I think I think if it, if a friendship is well done in a book, mm. that is the highlight. Actually, it mm. is the most relatable thing. Not all of us have like tragical romances, <laughs> you know. And it's it's very nice to see good friendships in books. And yeah. like, uh, I think the person who's left is probably Jem. I I'd like yeah. to say Jem is such a sweetheart. Mm. I totally. I I think Tessa should be with him. <laughs> so like overall, I think. we always tend to incline towards a better friendship than a romance because that's what we have more or less during like in our real life also like we tend to make more friends it's not like we make more boyfriends because no we can't <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> no like yeah i mean good friends are like hard to come by and like friends that you know get you without you you even like not having to say anything is like a real treat Yeah so like as we were like discussing about all these three characters uh Jem Tessa and Will uh I think there's like so much to talk about them that like we can't stop there's like character relationship between like Tessa and Jem which is like amazing and then again there's like their co- Will and Tessa's conversation which is also snarky and really good and the so, bromance which yeah, we talk about a lot about the bromance that we both love <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah okay yeah so i think we should i mean i the highlight 
the best part about these books are the i would say the other supporting characters there are so many characters so they require we need to talk about them because they are really really great uh i i want to i want to start with charlotte <laughs> yeah she is a powerhouse yeah god this this female is like only 23 years old and she's our age and she is amazing she's she's running the institute and i i find this very funny actually the whole dynamic between her and henry it's like she's like oh god get sit there and get things done and he's just like in his world yeah. I, but you know i have i have a huge like soft corner for such like henry, henry. he's such a seems like such a sweetheart you know even though he's like lost in his whole <laughs> like his own small little box and but whenever like charlotte sad or anything he's always like trying to like cheer her up and even though like i don't know i think it's an arranged marriage if i'm yeah yeah it was an arranged marriage yeah so even though it was an arranged marriage it just felt like as if he wanted to uh, you know give her that love of a husband so that character was also like pretty good I don't think so actually yeah? because he seems like he's like so into his whatever mm-hmm. inventions and all tinkering and all of that I think half well I don't know Charlotte doesn't recognize that uh, maybe yeah yeah because in, in the, yeah I understand what you mean by yeah. that because you feel like they're like, just like friends huh not really like into that kind of a yeah I mean yeah Henry is like locked up like in his own bubble and then mm-hmm. then he tries to care but and then i think charlotte's like dense and she cannot understand that he's like to care and yeah. i think that's because charlotte has you know uh, sh- uh she's like thrust upon the duty of running an institute and she has to you know build up like iron fences she doesn't know who to trust and stuff and like since uh, they had like an arranged marriage she probably thinks it's just like a for mm-hmm. card yeah but you know i think i can understand charlotte's character because see she is like most of the institutes are like driven by men yeah. and she has this constant mm. need to keep proving herself Pro- proving herself oh, yeah oh and uh, i mean i think somewhere along the book it's also mentioned that uh, uh, people believe that she married henry only so that you know she could run the institute uh, with her husband you can kind of see like uh, she seems to be a very ambitious kind of person and it is looked down upon by the mm, other people yeah, over yeah. there especially benedict lightfoot uh, that character right? do not get me started on that person <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i mean it is like, it's like every man ever who's tried to bring down a woman who's trying to make her way into this world and and i mean charlotte running an institute a woman taking up a place of power in the victorian time Is, yeah. I mean that's that's something you have to you know uh, commend Cassandra Clare upon because I mean that was like a power move there. Yeah, to put a character in like that kind of a period to be so powerful. Yeah, and it's yeah. not like she's she's just like a, a plain you know a power figure with no dimensions. Mm-hmm. She comes across as kind. She can't. She's very kind to Tessa, and she accepts her. Let's her stay over there. but she's also well she tries to be nice to will she is uh, i would say like she comes across as a very good leader not just that yeah even though like she tries it i feel like she has like two characters once when she's like very intimidated by other people but she still tries to wear the mask of a confident woman but she like there's this plot where like tessa looks at her and she can tell that she's nervous but she is like 
trying to be you know trying to manage the whole situation very dignified yeah speaking of strong women there is jasmine i i know <laughs> she's like this character i think many people would like to hate <laughs> but she feels feels great like when when things actually go like go you know and shit hits the fan as you would say <laughs> she's there she actually comes out she helps people uh, she to her to the best of her ability you but know, yeah. i think that character is more uh, she has more uh, i don't know she she is like lost yeah go ahead leela i'm losing yeah i will like uh, i will sort of agree with yeah. uh, uh heraldi and disagree with shruti so it it's it's like see jessamine's rock she's lost mm-hmm. that that much lost. for sure but like knowing the plot like i do oh okay nah. sure <laughs> but i am very i think this is something i am very excited about i feel like jessamine like she comes across as a quintessential mean girl mm. and i want to see character growth in her character especially i hope no see the point with jessamine is she doesn't want the shadow hunter life yeah, she's like yeah, a woman who's like women should be yeah i mean women should be restricted to uh fancy stuff like you oh, know shopping oh, and the point like i think because she knows what she wants i think she has the right to be if she wants to be just a lady she can be i think that is a uh, like i feel like that aspect of choosing what you want to do with a, with your life is conveyed nicely through her yes she is yes. a very mean person as she comes across. yeah no i get it she, she she can choose what she wants to but you you're not supposed to belittle other people who have the same choice mm, she yeah. does she doesn't yeah. of shall yeah, yeah. and she makes a lot of very questionable choices like we see towards the end oh my god we should talk about nate <laughs> oh yeah oh my god the biggest biggest plot twist ever I would say oh, I wasn't I even surprised with like I I not surprised no, I was actually surprised. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wasn't. I was sort of expecting that because I had enough I had seen enough douchebag brothers. Oh, oh. okay. No, I was actually not expecting it because uh, I, I you know the bigger character twist that I felt like that was when I was like hooked to this book. I was like I Which need to think was was a bigger twist if if that the, the fact that the Mortman is the actual antagonist or uh, you know Nate turns out to be working for him. No, I think like Mortman. Mortman? Yeah, that was like more of a plot twist for me. That that what got me hooked into this series. That's why I'm reading the second book now. acha uh-huh. i feel like like i said uh, he seems like to a very underwhelming villain <laughs> and i'm not afraid of him maybe he will actually grow to be a better antagonist later on no the point with underwhelming villains is i mean you never expect that person to be the villain <laughs> and that's why makes them like a good villain <laughs> because you don't expect that person to do such a thing and in the end that person does like i thing. i can see how it i feel like it didn't work for me per se it could have been good but yeah just my trust me like the minute i got to know like nate and mortmain are together i was like wow yeah Great i think, plot I think nate thing worked for me like i was like what ஒட்டேவர் <laughs> <laughs> 
she even waited for him and him turning out to be such a douchebag was like wow that was like a big thing you think he's adopted you think she's adopted oh no she's oh yeah she's not adopted right she's not adopted she's not adopted yeah she uh, she's not i'm so uh he just says that she, like uh she's not his sister but yeah that's yeah. the end of the i mean i'm not going to go into more details sure, okay let's just leave it at that um <laughs> any other you know secondary character you want to talk about oh uh, when we relate with uh, mortmain there are like the dark sisters Oh, I mean, yeah, the dark sisters do play an important role because uh, they sort of uh, they are the like, reason like the whole story is going on. Uh, I would say so because that's how she starts the whole thing, right? Just imagine if the dark sisters were not there, mm. you would like. But not, I like, feel like they just serve the purpose of bringing Tessa. Yeah, in. and then towards the end, yeah. they're just disproving that. Oh, this guy, you know, Mortman has just. Uh, pulled a prank on you of mm. some sort like obviously we are not doing anything i'm just trying to bring my sister back but yeah i don't know they were just actually i when i first read about the descriptions i found it funny you know she talks about how they're dressed in purple and pink and i'm like okay <laughs> this is great for some reason i don't know why when i read about the dark sisters like i completely ignored that they were young and for some reason this then, old uh, grandma k keep coming up in my mind i don't know if you watched uh, studio gilby movies in that uh, spirited away in that this um uh, there's the grandma character and i i associate her a lot she with the dark yeah <laughs> she comes in my head all the time i read dark sisters i mean and uh, talking about uh, major things we actually forgot to talk about like tessa's angst that you know probably she's not who she is because of her like shape shifting abilities mm-hmm. like i said i think see the the way i would say everything is falling apart around tessa like, <laughs> this book is just entirely just her being put in situations she has no, no idea, idea about she doesn't know anything about this world she just thrust into it and she handles it pretty well mm-hmm. and i like your the angst part i would say you're saying about kind of uh, not really knowing who she is yeah she's having an identity crisis yeah. for sure that that is the word <laughs> yeah so we've been through the plot we've been through the characters and we've been through the setting so any favorite uh, quotes or like incidents uh, that you guys want to talk about uh if i have to say what are my favorite moments in the book i i really enjoy the part where she goes disguised uh, into the party mm-hmm. i feel like that is where she really yeah like gets into that like she's like oh i i'll actually enjoy her uh, talk about her transformation and stuff that is pretty cool and i don't know any i think most of the scenes in which the three of them are there mm. oh and there's one more they are like uh, like spying on the meeting that is happening downstairs oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so i i just like that they're there together and they do stuff of course to oh um the I part where they're talking about playing charades when they're uh spying oh, yeah. on the meeting Yeah. Oh, oh, I think oh, the 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 time when she first meets Gems, like she meets him while he's playing the violin mm. and Will comes in pretending to be drunk. I like that scene. It it kind of kind of shows you the characters of all three of them. It is the, almost the first I think the first scene where all three of them are there together. Yeah. So, Iral, about you, any uh favorite quotes? I agree to all the things that should be said. So I'm I'm literally like left with nothing to say. But 
I think there's one more scene that I really like is where she actually is with Mortman and her. Like, I think this is like the end chapters. Yeah. Then she is with her and he gives her a watch and tells her to transform. And she just turns towards the waterfall. Oh, yes. So smart. Yeah. And she's very smart. You know, I got that. We don't give her that. Yeah. At that point of time, I was like, oh, is she dead? Is she dead? Is she dead? And I just kept reading. And then I was like, wow, this girl used her brain way too much. It's like, I I actually know the, I mean, obviously, Speaking I know the Speaking of that particular scene, all I can think about is how Will thought she died. Uh, and then uh, yeah. he hugged her. He's like, Tessa, no, Tessa. Like, no. <laughs> like, Don't cry, please. <laughs> oh my God. I think a part of it was like, I because I knew, knew that she would survive, I was just like, okay, this is fine. I think for you it would have been the hardest because you're reading it for the first time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and it was really a, a good scene. Leela, what about your favorite scene? Oh, <laughs> my, I mean, I think like most of my memorable moments will be quotes from Will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Which is so the entire book if you think about it. He's like, I mean, constantly snarky. Yeah. So see, look at this. I mean, I, I don't know who, like, I mean, I really appreciate her for coming up with, like, a character as Will, who's, like, this snarky. I mean, I can just imagine Cassandra Clare's personality shining through. I don't know. I mean, do you think writers put in their personalities into the characters they make? About this. You know, what if, what if they write a few characters based on the people? Obviously, they would write based on the people that they see in their lives. And... Is that is that a compliment or is that like kind of you know uh, uh, I don't know if it's not a compliment I'm not sure what that means but yeah I I wonder if there's any I would love to talk about authors about this if you write about people in your own life <laughs> pretty cool yeah coming to the quotes like two of the quotes that always like hook me to this book is the 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 meeting between the time Tessa first meets Will meet cute. <laughs> and then, so there's this uh, a dialogue where she asks if he was the magister oh, and then he goes oh yeah I did many things in my life navigating the streets of London <laughs> art of flower arranging lying at charades yeah highly intoxicated state and then he says no one's called me the magister before unfortunately <laughs> oh my god yeah He's hilarious, actually. Can I can I talk about this one scene where, uh, like, I think Charlotte and Montmain are together. Uh, let me just... Yeah. In this, uh, I, uh, Charlotte says, Inanimate objects are harmless indeed, Mr. Montmain, but one cannot say the same of the men who use them. Yeah. This is, this yeah. is coming back to... Like, yeah. Guns and all of that. Yeah, just like the minute I read this line, I, I all I could think about was Einstein's nuclear bomb uh, discovery. Yeah, because no matter how high. well intended, yeah, he it was used uh, in a wrong way. Yeah, he even told this himself that I wonder if she had taken this, like the author, if she had like thought about mm-hmm. it about this line like that. Yeah, I mean, um, I re- I mean, for me, the catch point of this book was the humor, mm. obviously. Uh, yeah, so I, re- I, I, I actually relate a lot to the humorous course. I'm, no, I wouldn't say relate. I just 
love the the humorous aspect of this book yeah but it it is balanced out pretty well don't you yeah. think they do talk about serious kind serious serious yeah. issues and for some reason all the quotes that i've bookmarked in the whole book is kind of serious yeah it's so weird i i like when he translates that i the motto i won't say it because it's a latin i'll probably butcher it but uh, it means that we are but dust and shadows yeah that word shadows ah. oh, it sounds so beautiful it kind of comes back to this you know all of those quotes where like we are all made of stardust and all that mm. it sounds really nice yeah how do we go palvis ambra et ambra is that how it goes i'm not and, sure yeah i, I like, don't want to butcher it palvis et ambra i mean i'm sorry for butchering it but i guess that's how i remember it yeah and i that was a very nice like will talks about will mm-hmm. tells us to decide yeah there's one more i mean favorite thing that i have there is like um i don't know where this is oh okay wait not that one it's like you know uh, most of the times when jem is talking he's spitting out wisdom yeah you can just like highlight that entire aspect <laughs> he he actually talks about uh, he talks he talks about you know changing mm-hmm. some small incidents changing the entire course of your life to tell them mm-hmm. when she's having the identity the fed identity crisis oh my god uh, this quote uh, where is that i go to my favorite place in london said jem and stand and look at the water and i think about the continuity of life and how the river rolls on oblivious of the petty upsets in our lives like oh my god this chapter was so amazing like it was just very calm very nice but when they end, go to the bridge yeah when they go to the bridge but like immediately it's like there is humor uh tessa is like oh is that does that really work and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah talking about words of wisdom uh, there's this a little line that i don't know i relate to what will said he says that um, there is a, a lot of sense in nonsense if you wish to look for it yeah yeah so i sort of really loved that line it was mm. my wallpaper for a couple of years ah uh, it is it's like will uh, there is a lot of contrast really there's a part where he talks about all of those classics with tessa and <laughs> it is actually it is very nice i enjoy the classic will, talk. yeah will is a person with many layers and you just have to <laughs> You just love Will too much. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, there's this another thing that that really stood out to me. Uh, it was a sight that seemed so wrong that it was looking that that it was like looking at a face missing eyes or sky with no stars. It was something that simply should not be. This is the line which Tessa uh, like thinks. I think when um, she sees the automations or. those mechanical things coming yes. and automatons um, yeah. yeah okay i butchered that word but never mind <laughs> so yeah when they all attack the institute yeah he sees like half done of them and they have like no fa- proper face and all for some reason i could understand why she thought it like that because it just felt wrong like sometimes there's another quote which is like similar to this and she says like uh it's like looking at the sky without stars like yeah. Yeah. like fundamentally wrong wrong because they are not supposed to be like that. i mean you know i feel like it's pretty rich of them talking about like the entire book is filled with what vampires and werewolves mm. <laughs> and all of that and it's like so somehow having machines yeah. behaving like that is very weird mm. i mean kind of i think it sort of uh, explains a uh, human uh, nature when uh, they see something new when mm. uh, something like really different from what they've 
known, like like now it's thrown to their face. Yeah, like, everybody because initial reaction will be it's wrong. Yeah, we just think on that. Yeah, especially <laughs> now in such a like I would say this is historical times. Seeing uh, that this like Frankenstein and all of those those things where you know. Mm-hmm. It's no, something. like I feel like it transcends period. Like even now, if someone like comes up to me and tells, like I saw a vampire, I'd be like, "Are you okay? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Are you sane?" So it just feels wrong. But then at the same time, the whole plot was like bl- yeah. very well blended. Yeah, and I think there's also this uh, line which uh, uh, comes up in a discussion between Will and Tessa when they're talking about uh, the classics. And when he goes mm-hmm. and says all the stories are true. Oh wait, what? I'm I, I'm not sure. Yeah, even I forgot him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think we. I think this comes uh, in the in the library when they're like talking about uh, all the stories that they're happening, and then he goes and says all the stories are true. Uh-huh. Because uh, uh-huh. uh, like Cassandra Clare like made it look like all the incidents that happened uh, in the real world, as in uh, the butchering of people like mass murders mm-hmm. were something that the demons had done and like oh, they had covered oh, oh okay 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 yeah yeah, but, yeah that that life felt very philosophical to me even though it wasn't philosophical <laughs> yeah no no it, it, it's actually true because there was a lot of murders during that yeah. period of time people went missing a lot yeah oh i i, I really like the setting like I, even though i talked about how we didn't really initially get into the book because of that historical aspect of it this historical london and they talk yeah. about this a lot actually the weather how it's raining all the time yeah. it's it's pretty cool i mean and uh, if you i think if you read the uh, acknowledgments of cassandra clare mm-hmm. she has brought up uh, a real life uh, uh buildings and monuments into mm. her story mm. yeah 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 she, she she gives you references of all the the buildings that she had used to uh, build up the setting mm. and i think that's like one of the like major reasons i want to travel to london no. she's goes no i actually read about it she actually tells like this place was that before the fire yeah. and all yeah i was like the fire yeah so i was like oh this is like giving me an insight of london's geography yeah so if i ever be to london i will i will i'm i'm definitely going like bookmarking all these places i'm like oh this is this book this is this place yeah so to conclude i think our discussion uh shruti would you like to say a few words um okay so i think yeah about the book well i i don't know if i would have actually picked this up on my own so i am very grateful that we started this with the this book i i i think i i really i enjoyed the read. i was i i i wouldn't say i was hooked throughout it but it was a very it was a very good book yeah yeah so i mean yeah i mean the point of uh, reading is always you know getting into things that you usually don't pick up to read having good discussions are also nice yeah like for me i didn't I never really knew about this piece. So when Leela told like we should actually check this out, I was like, okay, let's do this. And I and I read it. I was not really a fan of it till like the fifteenth or sixteenth chapter. And then I don't know. I just got hooked into it, and now I'm like doing the second book. So it's a good book overall. So that comes to the end of our discussion. Uh, thank you for joining in with us. So we have put up a couple of fan arts for you guys to check out. 
about uh, how we think the characters might look please do go check out uh, check them out on our page at shahi patra so thank you shruti and hiral for joining with the, uh, joining this discussion with me today thank you for having us leela we enjoyed doing this thank you okay so this is chai tales see you in the next one